Hit that big red button you right there, Tom. Coming to you. Coming to you. Stop. Live. Over. The Zoom. No, we're not even over Zoom anymore. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> we're in person. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast at the corner of Harlem and Madison. It's there your boy, you Steve-O. At Drunk Shy Sox fan on Twitter. And Hot Take Tommy. And on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, we're going to be talking to you about opening week of baseball. We did it. We did it. We made it. Um, I'm just glad baseball's back. And the White Sox are playing winning baseball. They're playing winning baseball. For sure. We're about to kick the Rays shit in today. I think it's people usually say kick their teeth in, but... Michael Kopech on the mound. All of this brought to you by us. So just make us. sure you rate, subscribe, review to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts and hit us with that four star rating because we are your favorite four star podcast indeed tom how you doing mm. sipping coffee you waited until the coffee was oh, all the way in now. my throat um yeah i, <laughs> I am Slow doing burn. whoa uh, <laughs> i am doing well i am still alive after a very busy week mm. uh Dude, I wasn't out at every restaurant like I was la- the week before, but I felt like I was just constantly playing catch-up. But uh, you woke up early, no one cares. Um, <laughs> how about your week? I know you were at the ballpark every single day. Not every single day. I did not go the rainy game on Wednesday. Yeah, that game um, looked miserable. They said, fuck it, we're playing this game, and I am so happy they did. Well, you know... <laughs> Backtrack to like a little while ago when we were talking about like how many war Roger Bossard is worth. Oh yeah, like I mean he war. he is truly a twelve war groundskeeper. Yes. Oh yeah, I mean and yesterday or, or pardon me Wednesday earlier this week was just like a perfect example of that. Robbie yeah. Ray. And his inning of just getting absolutely pummeled <laughs> with precip- per- precipitation. Yes. That was like that was perfect timing. Yes. perfect timing. And that the, was definitely planned. It, it had to have been. It was perfect. And <laughs> they cut over to Robbie or to um, uh, Roger during that inning, and he was just like, "Well, like shrug, like what are you gonna do?" And it's like, "Yeah, obviously." I mean, I don't. I know he doesn't control the weather, but he kind of does. I mean, he controls <laughs> when the game goes on, when when yeah. they're ready or not, yeah. right? And and he controls how good the field is taken care of during the Did you see that tweet? There was somebody who was covering the oh, Seattle's Yeah, beat. that bullshit. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I ain't even got a bone to pick about that because that's just so petty. Yeah, no, the Seattle um, whoever that was. Some beat writer. Some beat writer was like the the White Sox crew is taking care of the field like crazy between innings that the Sox are playing defense and they're nowhere to be found between the innings where the Seattle's about to take the field. Yeah. Which, my, my guy Alex Rude was at the game sitting in 108 and he uh, quote tweeted it and then zoomed in on all the groundskeepers just working their yes, tails off yes. while Robbie Ray's warming up. Yes, so. exactly. So it definitely was happening. But if it wasn't, I wouldn't be mad. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. But hey, 12 war groundskeeper. Absolutely. 100%. Him um, and his huge hose. Speaking of Robbie Ray, I love that the White Sox had four straight victories after opening day. Yes. Yes. And coming against Robbie Ray is a huge deal. I know, again, like I was watching that second inning and I was just like, wow, this poor, poor man. But still, like that being a, one of the wins against last year's AL Cy Young Award winner. Yes. Oh, it's please. enormous. I mean, I don't know if Robbie Ray is going to be as good as he was last year. There's last no year was incredible, especially his second half of the year. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, he he has the potential to be that good on a yearly basis. I, he had yeah. a couple years in Arizona where he was that good, mm-hmm. and I, I mean the fact that they took advantage of the weather and took advantage of Robbie Ray not being able to control his slider in that weather is, is just. A testament to, hey, this offense is really good. And I'm very, very excited to see them continue to rake. The back-to-back homers from Tim and Luis just (laughs) injected into the veins. Wasn't sure if that was the sound you were going for, but... (laughs) Yeah, I know. It may have sounded like something else over the airwaves. Apologies. Yeah, I promise that was injected into the veins. Yeah, he was trying to uh, bring his veins to the surface so that he could, you know, inject himself. But, uh... Uh, by the way, speaking of the Re- Diamondbacks, I, I heard... thought you were going to say speaking of injecting yourself. No. 
<laughs> no. Good. Speaking of the Diamondbacks, uh, I heard their season's already over, um, mathematically eliminated from the playoffs because they're playing in the same division as the Giants and the Dodgers and the Padres and the Rockies again. So, um, yo, what's up with the and Rockies? Chris, they're off a pretty good start. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, oh, hey, Matt Anglin was at the game, by the way. Uh, big Cubes fan that we know. Uh, oh yeah, went out and saw the the Cubs play in uh, uh, in Colorado. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not that important. Fuck them. Fuck them. They've got Chris Bryant. Not excited about it. Their pitching's garbage. Always going to be garbage. Sorry, I'm not excited about Rock- Rockies. Are, Rockies are going to be like their run. Dif- I can see them like their run differential still just being horrible because they can't pitch. No, they can't do it. I mean, I can't just name can't one single pitcher in their starting rotation. Julius Chasin. Ju- 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 oh, Ju- do they still have him? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I swear I saw. Anyway, you know that's 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 a mark of a great franchise where you can't name a single starting pitcher. Um. <laughs> well, since we're off the White Sox topic for a second, um, <laughs> and and we'll get back to White Sox talk because Tom, we are what a White Sox talk podcast. Yeah, White White Sox talk <laughs> podcast. We are not a White Sox talk podcast. We are a White Sox baseball podcast. You don't think that I look like the one and only? I'm glad you. I'm glad you don't look like. <laughs> The big timer that is Chuck Garfine. Yes. But no, did you see, uh, I want to say it was last night, Corey Seager yes. get intentionally walked with the bases loaded. The best part was the TV crew zoomed in on Mike Trout when they, when they called it. And <laughs> he was Mike like, Trout I can't like, believe this shit. Well, you, you like saw him put the pieces together in his mind. He's like, oh, we're walking him. And then he was like, wait. He like looked at all three bags and he's like, wait, they're loaded. Like, what are we doing? They went on to win that game. Yeah. Appa- apparently, okay, this is, mind you, Foolish Baseball tweeted this, so, like, who knows if it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he does research, but teams that have intentionally walked a player with the bases loaded are 8-0 and in MLB history. Like, they've a, a team that's walked a batter with the bases loaded has never lost a game. That's wild. That is, that is an extremely, <laughs> extremely small sample yes, size. Eight games, but, but still. I do what? love that. I can't believe they came back and won that game, too. Yeah. Um, because Shohei that, with two dongs. That inning ended up being a complete shit show for them, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they walked, and then they gave up a hit. Mm-hmm. And then, was there like a wild pitch? And something happened. But they, they went on to score multiple runs. It wasn't just the one run that got walked in. Nine to, nine to six against the against. And the I mean, I guess Rangers. that's just... A, a testament to those teams in the AL West too about how they literally are just going to hit the cover off the ball, yeah, and not pitch. They're, they they spent those teams spent so much money on oh yeah hitting. Shohei's a hitter. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like uh, that he's splitters. he's a hitter first, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how we got here, but uh, one more quick while we're talking about outside of the White Sox. How do you feel about Byron Buxton going down? You know, I and I've always I've always said this. Byron Buxton, in my opinion, is the most talented player in Major League Baseball. Dude is an absolute stud, five-tool player, but he can't stay healthy. And mm-hmm. for him as an athlete and for us as fans of the game, it's extremely unfortunate that the most talented player literally can't see the field. Yeah. For I mean, his career yeah. high is what again? It's like 119 games. AJ Pollock, basically. <laughs> um, except, yeah, not as old. Not um, as old. Very and young MVP and caliber. tons of yes, MVP caliber talent. Um, from a selfish standpoint, it's really nice. It's mm-hmm. really nice to one less thing to worry about. Basically, you know, think about how the Twins are no longer as big of a threat. Yeah, I, who knows how long he's going to be out for, but, I mean, it's just every season. It's just every season. I feel bad for the guy. Okay. Back to? Back to the White Sox, because we're a White Sox baseball Chuck podcast. Garfine podcast. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of MVP caliber talents, Luis Robert oh, is my MVP. God, he's so good. He did miss a catch yesterday, and it was it – w- okay, by the way, this, this – ball that he was going after in center field was like it probably I I we got to check the expected batting average on it because it was clobbered and he almost made a play on it but that doesn't mean that he hasn't saved runs multiple times yeah exactly he's been really good out in the outfield like really good really defensively and then hitting bombs the bat is there doubles yeah, no. uh, I'm very excited to see what's up for him for the rest of the season I already threw down my bet at 
plus 2,000. So oh, yeah. 20 to 1 odds. You know, throw down 10, win 200 if he wins the MVP. MVP. So I got him and, and, and my guy, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Did you get him in the futures for preseason? I didn't. I should have. I should have hit it earlier. I wanted to see him pitch a couple games before betting, but I did it. So thirteen to one odds. Mm-hmm. I put it down, mm-hmm. and he's looked excellent. Um, oh my god! I know. You know, thinking about yesterday, Jake Berger is obviously the player of the game. <laughs> uh, with mm-hmm. you know being able to drive in multiple runs, his Two bomb, runs. his Berger bomb. Yeah. Um, the but, only other run coming off of a wild pitch, so right. he really did, exactly uh, he did it all. So don't team. don't sleep though on that Dylan C start yesterday. Oh my God, no! Uh, the the absolute most glorious part was waking up the next morning and seeing pitching ninja do the overlay of his curveball and and high fastball. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! It was like two thirds of the way to the plate. The ball w- was in the same spot, and then by the time it crossed home plate. The curve was at the bottom of the zone yep. and the fat at 78 and the high heat was 98 dotting the top of the zone. Right. The, I mean, what, I, nobody can hit him. Right. What it's, if I told you his, his high, you know, his, his max VLO right now, you know, over the last year, year and a half is down two miles an hour. Like that might worry you. Yeah. But it doesn't with cease because the rest of the pitches, everything have else so is doing much is, movement. Yeah. And it's not necessarily about velocity. It's about the movement and the command. spin rate that you're getting, the command mm-hmm. on these pitches, mm-hmm. especially with Cease. It comes down to command. Oh, yeah. And I, I just can't. I'm so glad that he's making this transition to being a thrower and he's becoming more of a pitcher. Now. Yeah. You know, yeah. he just used to go out there and throw yes. as hard as he could. Max Effort as kind of As nasty guy. as he could. Yeah. Right. And now he's becoming more of a, he's becoming more of a professor, you know? <laughs> he was, I, I think the best part about it was everybody, like when he was a prospect was like, this guy's like a, a guru, like a, like a yoga guy, like super like ice in the veins type of character. And then he got up here and he was not right. like he was, if he had a couple of errors in an inning, he, he lost control of his pitches and had no like clutch factor I oh, guess no. is the, but now like you're saying the guy just has complete control over the yeah. game complete he looks composed control. it's huge for him not just and, and it's good to be emotional as a pitcher don't get me wrong like I think it's uh, important Hendrix <laughs> yeah exactly being emotional as a pitcher is is part of the game but especially as a starter uh, and thinking about you got to be able to roll with it how cease is you know it's it's you be cool, calm, and collected as much as you can. And he's looked very cool, calm, and collected in his first couple starts. Yes. Obviously, he owns Detroit, so that wasn't surprising oh to me. Hilarious. 9-0 and against him, against the Tigers. Hilarious. Fuck the Illiches. He owns Detroit. <laughs> we need that. We need somebody to get on the Wikipedia page and, and update it because he is, in fact, the owner of the Detroit Tigers. Uh, however, okay. I wanted to get over to Hendricks, if we may. Yeah, okay. let's talk about so, Liam. 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 Um, I am. I put down in the notes earlier uh, in the week that you know his Rollades Reliever of the Year candidacy is in massive jeopardy. Dro- dropping stock. Yes. Um, I think I'm wrong. Uh, he's three out of four in save opportunities. Right. Uh, does have that loss as well, though. So yeah, you know, I was texting, you know, a former guest of of the podcast, Adam Wessendorf, about this mm-hmm. the other day, and he he messaged me in in a group, and he said, "Steve, why is Liam Hendricks washed?" <laughs> and I just I just laughed at it because I know I know he was joking. Um, I know there are some people that after those first couple outings may have right? thought that, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like, just bring it back. Um, I said this on the last episode. Um, about his, and this was actually my bone to pick last week, um, about his repertoire, just relying mm-hmm. way too much on the fastball. Mm-hmm. I have been to back-to-back games here Thursday and Friday. I'm about to go today on Saturday as well. I haven't had the chance to look at his repertoire, but it looks like it, he seems to be pitching a little bit more, more I don't know, more diverse yeah. and more effectively. <laughs> That's it, what um, matters, right? Is like he he'll he'll throw that curve over for a strike, which is huge. Then the wipeout slider, everybody knows about it. 
And then it just pumps gas by people, which is just, it gets me going, man. I yeah. don't know what else to say. And and he's going to be fine. Like I said this, I wasn't worried about him. He's going to be fine. Bummer's going to be fine. I know people were worried about Aaron Bummer. Um, Dude. Going into yesterday, he had an FIP. Here we go. More advanced <laughs> statistics. I know you it's love the these. Stupid, that's the dumbest stat. Continue. Fielding independent pitching. Okay, I said continue, and then I got just okay. There's no such thing as fielding independent pitching. So I mean, there why is, is if you strike dudes out. No, that, and mm, and mm, if you get ground mm, balls, I right that that's not yeah. If you get ground balls, the and fielding you, takes and, care of anyway. I but here's the thing. I hate you. Continue. FIP of zero point eight three. Okay, that's pretty good. That's it's pretty it's, that's, that's really good. It's really really good. It's really um. Good. Bummer is going to be fine. Hendricks is going to be fine. These guys that they're patching in, the Bennett Souzas and the hey, the I don't even know Crick's first name. What's what? Is, okay, speak, <laughs> this guy right here. I of course he comes out to love Sosa. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I'm at the game on Thursday, or no, yeah, on Thursday. Um, and Bennett Souza comes out to love Sosa, Chief Keith. I think that's absolutely hilarious. Hey, he's playing to the crowd. He knows of he's course in he Chicago. Gives, he gives up a home run the first pitch he comes out. Too, yeah, that was, that was that was a bummer. Yeah. Um, but him, I honestly, as long as we can get solid stuff, and and not perfect stuff, like as long as Bummer and Hendricks live up to their potential, as long as we get solid stuff from guys like Ruiz, guys <laughs> like Souza, guys like Crick. I mean. Crick is probably the first one to get cut after the rosters go back down at 26. Yeah, most likely. Most likely. Um, but, I mean, guys like that, too. I mean, they've been, for the most part, pretty decent. No, so, I, I agree. I, I think that it's awesome that this 28-man roster has existed, first of all. I think it's been great for the game, just being able to see more players. Because it's like... And, and mind you, credit to uh, – I hate saying this. Credit to Tony. Ooh. But he's getting a lot of playing time sprinkled around to all sorts of guys, especially Leary Garcia. He's been – Oh, he he's, loves Leary Legend. Oh I don't know what it is God. about loving Leary Legend. He finally broke his hitless streak. Oh, that yesterday. was so funny. I was in the middle of watching – so last night I had the game on mute, and I was watching Moon Knight. By the way, MCU is hitting it out of the park on this one. Th- that What is MCU? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, I should have known that. You dingbat. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. a nerd. He's not. Whatever. We'll continue. Actually, are you? You are the nerd because you like fielding independent pitching. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we all nerd out about our certain things. Exactly. So Moon Knight, get out there, watch it. Fantastic show. Uh, but I had the game on mute and I saw Leary get a hit, and I was like, wait, wait, everybody, everybody, stop, everybody, stop. And I was like, Keech, uh, my wife, you have to see this. And they were literally like worshiping him like uh, in, in the, the dugout. dugout they were doing the, uh, <laughs> and, we're and then they were worthy. like hey we're get the ball worthy. get the ball get the ball like it's his first major league hit hilarious absolutely and then this that's the shit that makes me love this team. yeah i love this team i love leary legend even though he's absolutely overpaid for that three-year contract right um oh speaking of i i mentioned to you and you actually brought it to my attention but yeah. josh nelson was on the score and talked with yes. lawrence holmes about that very contract that three-year contract being over overblown like it, it was too too much for that guy and the thing that I you kind of know that on face value that mm-hmm. maybe we overpaid for for a super utility guy. Not Absolutely. that I not that I think he's bad. I'm glad we have him. I think he's just not worth five and a half million a year. Yes. Um. And and look, the real issue is that he's when you had the option of bringing up a Romy Gonzalez. Are you are you a Romy stan? I'm not, but it's like what the hell's the difference between Romy and Leary? The hell's the difference? One's actually I don't know. One's a little bit more major league ready than the other, in my opinion, <sighs> and more versatile. Romy Garcia, Romy Gonz- I almost called him Romy Garcia. I, <laughs> I mean, there we <laughs> go. Point exactly right. They're the same player. No, um, no. Romy Gonzalez isn't gonna be playing outfield, right? Yeah, probably not. But you have how many fucking outfielders do you have? Do you, you you don't really need another outfielder. You have Sheets and Vaughn who aren't really outfielders but are playing there. Right. You have uh, Angle. You have AJ Pollock. You have. So you'd rather see Romy Gonzalez and Larry Garcia. 
No, I just I, it makes me question uh, my fucking guy, Rick, Rick Hahn. Could have spent the money differently. Yeah, just like I don't know, man. I, and again, okay, like time will tell. But it, it it's like it's making me raise an eyebrow the way that Leary has started this season. And I know recency bias, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But seriously, like, okay, we'll we'll let it we'll let it play out. We'll let it play out. I th- I still believe in Leary Garcia. I still love him. But right now, I don't know if that – it's not even the 5.5. It's the three years. Like, three more years? Like, I yeah. know, how about of, – Of a guy who half the season we were saying, cut this bum ass. Yeah. Right? And then he and then he came on strong. So, I, I don't know. Maybe he's got a little Jose Abreu in him where it's just like end of the season. He's going to get his numbers, um, even though his numbers are like 275, <laughs> 440. It's, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's it's, it's fine. He's he's gonna be fine. Um, just like Hendricks is gonna be fine. But when you're talking about Hendricks, it's more than fine. When you're talking about Leary, it's literally just like he will be zero WAR player. Right. <laughs> like, right. He will be replacement level. Um, uh, what? Do you mind if we if we kind of get over into uh, our our next uh, section here? Because I got a fucking bone to pick. Hit us with it, Tom. So this injured list is killing me. I am sick and tired of people going down. Need Herb Schneider back. Yes. (laughs) I miss the trot. Yes. The Tony trot is one thing. The Herb Schneider trot (laughs) is just like legendary. Okay, I'm so glad. I miss those. I miss those legs just moving so fast and yeah. going absolutely nowhere. Oh yeah, They're <laughs> it's like a little two-legged hamster man. Yeah, just like if you're looking at it from above, it's like a it's like an eight ball or like something. <laughs> an eight ball. <laughs> yeah, like like a billiards ball, like just like kind of rolling across, like just the 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 structure of the man is what I was. I saying. mean, we were talking about drugs earlier. Now you're mentioning <laughs> eight balls. So, <laughs> all right, go ahead. But okay, <laughs> I I have to since you just mentioned the trot. Did you see Albert Pujols try to steal third base as a Cardinal? It's fucking hilarious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to see he, that highlight he later. He tried to steal the bag before the ball was thrown. Pitcher just stepped off the mound and threw a casual ball to third, and he was out by a fucking mile because it's Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols should never be. Even he's thinking got about. the same foot speed. No, he's probably lower foot speed. Than Yasmani Grandal. Like, it's, I believe that. you should not be trying to steal like, bags. Like, MLB The Show speed ratings, Albert Pujols definitely a zero. Yeah. Um, <laughs> currently. He actually doesn't run. He's <laughs> walking around the bases. No. <laughs> but back onto your topic. I'm here, so Tom. sorry. Yes, he's But what's got, me, what's got me going is just injury after injury, right? Like, I, we know that Crochet was out for the season. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... It's gonna happen with with a guy of his, you know, velocity and his, you know, stat. It's this. It's the Chris Sale effect that we all expected Chris Sale yeah, to blow yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad he's having Tommy John, and I hope that does the trick for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crochet is a whole another conversation. Yeah. But that's part of this season. That's the season is kind of colored in the hey, we don't have Crochet, and we don't have Lance Lynn for the first half of the season. Like that sucks. Ready for hot take? What? Out of shape. Hey, I... Mm. I was going to use other words. <laughs> I'll, I'll be nice. Overweight. Oh, Very you, overweight. You douche. And that's not me fat shaming or anything. It's just like he's very out of shape. Like when he you think like about a Lance Lynn, it was said, the same knee like issue. It was the, exactly. It was the same knee issue that he had last year. And a lot of those knee issues, when you get to that age and that point in your career... A lot of that's due to weight. A lot of that is due to, okay, you are putting so much extra pressure when mm. you're pushing off of the mound. Mm. Uh, it's going to have an effect on your knees. It's going to have an effect on your lower body. Um, so here's the thing. I don't know what to expect from Lance Lynn this year. Yeah, I I think he's going to be the best pitcher we have when he comes back. I like that. Was, I hope you're right. That I was a very casual right. hot take that I just threw out there, but I really do believe it. He's going to – he's. He is gonna be coming out ready to fucking go. Like you, you know he doesn't like that. He's I think he's a three. I think he's a three this year. You're kidding, dude. I think I think if he's Cease a- and I think Cease and Giolito, if Giolito comes back from this 
abdominal strain oblique. That's another. See, issue. this is why I've got a fucking bone to pick. There's just another, another guy. Thing? Another guy. Anyway, continue. Wait. Oh, come on. 20 pounds Steve. of muscle my ass. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> okay. Look, look. I, I am totally... There's no way it's all muscle. Not even chance. Well, okay. Do you see the side by sides? Yeah, I know. I, it's not. It's not necessarily it's getting, all. Getting a little one one weight thickness in the tushy. Uh well, okay. First of all, I will not stand the the shaming that you're giving. I, I know you said it wasn't fat shaming, but but look, it's like not. It, it's what I what I question is not his how much weight he has because I we've seen over the course of several MLB players Absolutely. careers that, that David Wells man that dude pitched till he was Bar- like Bartolo Colon exactly. pitched until he was 77 years old basically hitting yeah. dingers the whole time too no I CC Sabathia <laughs> big dude yes the, long it, career it, it really doesn't I don't think that that correlates what I do think could have an could have had an effect is this fucking lockout. He wasn't allowed to talk to trainers, and yes. uh, I think more important, more That's importantly, the trainers weren't allowed to talk to him uh, yeah. <laughs> to tell him to be like, "How's your knee? Are you taking care of your knee? Are you doing the PT? Right. Are you are you that following up on? Thing. Are and you ra- raising that leg overnight? And are you icing it every day? Especially are you- with pitchers, we're gonna yeah. see a lot more starting pitcher injuries or dudes' innings being limited because. Mm-hmm. They didn't get revved up. They didn't yeah. have access to trainers. They didn't yeah. have yeah. professional help. Exactly. Professional and therefore, assistance. therefore, the bone to pick. These are professional fucking athletes. They need round-the-clock maintenance from professionals. And they didn't have it this offseason. Fuck the owners again. Uh, but seriously, I mean, how, how, how much do you want to bet that Lance Lynn was supposed to be wearing a brace, and as soon as he knew that the trainers weren't checking up on him, he was like, "Fuck that brace! I'm gonna go crouch in a in a tree stand." Yep. You know, like like the the worst possible thing to do for his knee. Right, <laughs> right. I'm mean, I'm sure the yeah exactly the tree stands where he likes to spend a lot of his uh, free time. Um, Shooting out texts to to Rickon. Not, yeah, exactly. Not really the best uh, positioning for. Uh, Avoiding pressure on the knee. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's probably that. Okay. So talk about hot takes. That's my hot take. That's why. That's why his knee's injured is because he was crouching in a knee stand instead of having his brace on and his leg extended. Fair. Anyway. All right. Well, I got a bone to pick as well today, Tom. I got a bone to pick. And that bone to pick. And and originally, you know, I was going to throw some shade at a regular listener of ours and somebody who gets a lot of shade on Twitter already. And it's Jordan Miller, um, <laughs> who absolutely has a, I don't know. Is it a love hate relationship with Jose Ruiz? Something like that, but he gives Jose Ruiz a lot of shit and Jose Ruiz outside of, uh, Thursday has been top notch, uh, for the white Sox a lot so of far. Last season How, too. However, I'm pivoting my bone to pick to another regular listeners whoa, of whoa, ours. Whoa. Um, a little whiplash because J- Jordan, Jordan gets enough crap, <laughs> and it's Shane Spagnola. Now Shane, Ooh. who I finally met uh, opening day, first time in the 108 on Tuesday. Good dude, really solid guy, very chill. Like Shane a lot. Hey, how are you? Moncada slander, man. Oh, more Moncada another slander. Another guy, another guy who's injured. Fuck the injury list, exactly. man. Exactly. But he was saying that uh, Moncada doesn't play with half the heart. That Jose Abreu plays with. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Measure that. Measure the heart statistic. Where Where is that in the in the stats? And and I like I like you, Shane. Good dude. Very happy that I finally got to meet him in person. He's a supporter and listener of this podcast. Retweets our stuff. Likes our stuff. Sent that, him shot glasses. Something, right. But <laughs> but man, the Moncada slander, dude. How are you gonna say that he doesn't play with as much heart? Is it because he's injured? Because that's not something that he can control. Yeah. Is it? Because of the music video, because honestly, guys gotta prop themselves up. They also, gotta do. And they're they're not that's athletes. as much heart and soul as you could possibly ask for. Exactly, they're not <laughs> athletes twenty four seven. Just yeah. like I'm not a teacher twenty four seven. Well, right? I I turn it off from time to time. <laughs> no, believe it or not, I'm just kidding. But we gotta we gotta see these guys and and, and say you know the way maybe they trot around the bases, and that's the thing too. I, I, and I think that was another point that he tried to make is that. Uh, he, he, the way he runs around the bases is, uh, with not enough hustle. 
Here's the thing. He's going to beat out a double play way way earlier and way sooner than Jose Abreu's ever going to beat out a double play. Uh, yeah, Jose Abreu leads the league in ground and, and in this double is, plays. And this is not Jose Abreu's slander. <laughs> no, no, it's just it, that is a fact. This he, is, he leads the league in, exactly. in ground and in a double plays. But it's more because he's got hard-ass fucking contact exactly. every time, and that ends up... But like, this is me anyway. propping up Moncada yes. as a solid player that cares about the game, and I know he's not... He may not be reaching those number one prospect expectations that were set for him when he first came to Chicago yeah. or when he was in when he was first playing in Boston in 2015. Um, but he is still a very good player that has a lot of potential. Yeah, and it, let's just say if he unlocks that power, good night, league. Have a good one. And, See you in the World Series. And that's the thing, too, with this White Sox lineup. I'm okay if he's not unleashing that power. Just just get on base, hit doubles when you can. Yeah. He's he's going to be good. That's the thing. Like, it's so underrated the value that you have where you could just pencil in a third baseman and be like, Yeah, he's gonna be great. I'm not worried about that position at all. Yeah. Honestly, I would love to see Moncada take a page out of Yasmani Grandal's playbook. Take a couple when days. he's healthy. No, I mean, dude. I mean, just go he's first off, he's got a oh, great just eye. Take those walks, yeah. He's got a great eye. He's always had a great eye. Take the walks when the pitches aren't being given to you, and when the pitches are being given to you, rake the shit out of it. Look, that first at-bat, how many times are we going to talk about it? That first at-bat in the major leagues with the White Sox that Yoan Moncada had drawing that walk, the most hype I've been about the White Sox at the time. That was the most hype I've ever been in, like, five years. It was a rough time to be a White Sox fan, but... Oh, God, but uh... that walk, dude, that walk, oh, man. It's like me when I saw Kopech's first start, man. And then it got rained out. And then he had another start, <laughs> and it got rained out. Um, Michael Kopech's pitching today, Tom. But before I talk about him or today's matchup, Tom, um, I actually do want to take mm. a quick Minoso minute okay. this week. Yes. Uh, for those of you that are regular listeners of the podcast, you already know what a Minoso minute is. Uh, but for those of you that may be tuned in for the first time or first time in a while, uh, we do this regular segment, almost mm-hmm. weekly segment, uh, called the Minoso minute, where we talk about something that's Bigger than the game of baseball itself. Sometimes outside of the lines of baseball, something that's going on within the game that's just more than statistics and what's going on just on the field. Um, I want to talk about something that's actually not White Sox related with this Minosa Minute today. Mm-hmm. And it's actually about uh, something that happened with your actual favorite team, Tom, the San Francisco <laughs> Giants. I, I had to. Sorry. Quick jab. <laughs> the worst. Um, but uh, San Francisco, uh, in San Francisco, they were playing against uh, San Diego Padres. Uh, Mauricio Dubon, uh, the, I want to say, is he a shortstop? What's he playing these he, days? Short third. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in field. Um, ha- they were up by seven, eight, nine runs, something like that. Mauricio Dubon puts down a bunt single pretty early in the game. I think it was like sixth inning or something. Second inning. Second inning. Oh, it was early. Very yeah. early. Um, I don't know why I thought it was sixth, but Bob, uh, Bob Melvin, manager of the Padres now, not too pleased about Mauricio Dubon putting that bunt single down um, and complained about it. One of these, I guess, unwritten rules of baseball that exists, you know, you shouldn't be looking to just put a bunt single down when the infield's playing back and you're up by multiple runs. The problem is it's very early in the game. You got to play the game regardless. If they're playing to give you a single, you take the single. If they're shifting against you, you play against the shift if you need to, if you need a runner on base. That's just the nature of the game. Who knows what the outcome of the game is going to be later on down the road. You put your team in a winning position regardless of what the score is. You just go out there and play the game regardless of what the score is, what the situation is. If you want to get excited after hitting a bunt single, you absolutely can. That's just how the game works, okay? And, and I know this is me ranting and, and me getting maybe worked up about something that's small, but we got to realize that baseball is baseball, okay? It's a game. Don't take a bunt single so personally. Yes, 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 and yes. I mean, we're always going to be the uh, unwrite the unwritten rules yep. podcast. Erase them. They're, they're so stupid. And and look, like, we're talking about... 
we're talking about a season that the NL West is going to be a goddamn gunfight, you know? Knife fight is what people usually yes. say. Um, and, and that Padres lineup is absolutely a lineup that could come back from 10 runs down. They, the, they, got, they got some bats in that lineup. And, and the fact that uh, – okay, I'll stop there. But mm-hmm. just really quick, you, you also have to understand that these teams are playing series against each other. Yep. So it is an advantage for them to knock out another reliever and bring somebody else out of the pen in a, in a game where they didn't anticipate using 10 relievers or whatever. But if you, as uh, the opposing team, can make them – force them into a situation where they have to use 10 relievers. Look, that's a win inside of a win. So that you have to let them do that. You have to let the teams do that. Bob Melvin. Don't, don't be a boomer. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. Don't be a boomer. <laughs> Even though uh, apparently every everything that we disagree with, we call boomer on this yeah, podcast, exactly. Tom, according yeah. to our one negative review, <laughs> or one one-star review. Again, we don't need one-star reviews. Four-star reviews are the Four best, stars. baby. You don't even need please, to rate us five. Please. Come on now. We're not asking for too much. Well, Tom, you got a nice rotating segment for us that we should probably uh, wrap this thing up on today. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, we, <laughs> I wanted to go through and rank White Sox nicknames it just feels like you know start of the season let's let's reminisce on exactly who we have in this lineup and uh i'll run through them for you the the nicknames that i had that i wanted to rate and and this is current ball players by the way we mm-hmm. can we can get to the the previous nicknames that, that that this team has seen in uh as we go along here but mm-hmm. hear me out you've got I, I'm hesitating because you know what I think about this one already. Lou Bob. Oh, it's so bad. Okay. Lou Bob is horrendous. I say it sometimes as a joke because of how bad it is. But it's like it's like if cult, cultural appropriation yes. met like the worst humor you could ever imagine. Yeah, just like low-hanging fruit and... You're am, not trying. Am I, like grading, yeah. am I grading these? Am I putting these on a one to ten scale, Tom? Ye, the idea being okay. So let's let's play with this idea because I'm I a was teacher. Thinking, maybe A through F here. <laughs> I like it. I was thinking we stack them like one through ten. What do you think? Because I got ten nicknames. Oh God! But that might be a little it's bit be hard might for be me to remember. Numbers. Asking, yeah, let's it might just be stick asking with a lot. This is <laughs> what's your letter grade? Th- this is a. Just because I say it as a joke, sometimes just because of how bad it is, it's a D minus. It is a D minus grade nickname. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. I love it. And I actually I like this. Let's let's make this the Steve the teacher grades these nicknames. Absolutely, I love it. Okay, so we're going on TA seven. TA seven. And by the way, do you do TA just TA or do you go TA seven? I usually just say TA. Fair. And I love TA like as a nickname. It's just like your initials. It's quick. It rolls off the tongue. You don't have to say Tim Anderson. Yeah. Anderson. That's three syllables, man. Just get T-A. It's nice and easy. And the best part about it is it's like you, you just use the initials. You have to be an iconic guy to make Absolutely. T-A, T-A-7 work. Right. And it's, it's not, he is. It's not the best, but it's good. I'm going to give it a B plus. B plus. Okay. I like it. I like yes. it. Yes. Okay, so the replacement for Lou Bob, La Pantera. La Pantera is badass. It's I love that nickname. Yes. yes. It, is, it is an A-grade nickname for me. La Might Pantera. be the best one on the list. Wow. Okay, that yes. is... Okay, we got some good-ass fucking nicknames on here, so... Because that's just... That resembles who he is, too, as a player. I yeah. Think, just yeah. so well. He's he's literally... He's ferocious. He's a black he's panther patrolling. He's fast. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay. Gelato. Gelato's so bad. This is <laughs> this is F. This is F grade. This is worse than Lubop, man. I, gelato? I, I don't know. If there's any tweets where I say gelato, I need to erase them. <laughs> it's an F grade. If anything, nickname? he's Geo. Well, that's and the Geo thing. is like okay. C grade. Gelato is an F grade. Look, it's just like I don't even think he's Italian. 
No. Oh, no. Gioito is probably I mean, Italian. But... Italian-American, probably. But yeah. look, look, look. Hold on. I, I forgot to put out there at the beginning. Uh, names that are not – nicknames that are not on this list. Any nicknames that are straight-up shortened names. So Gio, Gio Yaz. Yaz, Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo's kind of on the fence. Yeah. But it's I still, took it off because okay. it's like – it's kind of a, a cheating – you just took the first – syllable and said it twice right so right uh those nicknames didn't make it fair but you're not a fan of gelato gelato's bad i call him geo anyway i'm not gonna take exactly offense. Ge- it's, that's it's general geo one. man general that's geo. my ace general geo is actually i should have had that one on the list i do like that one but gelato i thought i thought you'd get a kick out of it boo, anyway. boo. it's it's bad okay Leary Legend. Here's the thing. It's a great nickname. It's a, it's so good. It's a B plus nickname, and it's not an A just because of like who he is as a player, in my opinion. See, that's the thing, though. I think it's an A grade nickname. If I may jump yes, in, I know it's fair. your the no, teacher. That's fair. The, that's fair. But if I may defend the case of of the White Sox fans' work the nickname here, nickname is great. The nickname is. It's the hilarious. nickname makes the guy. It's hilarious. It, like I'm telling you, if he if he didn't have this nickname, people wouldn't like him as much. I like, agreed. I don't know. Agreed. I don't know what it is about it, but he 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 has this nickname, and then anytime, anytime he does anything good or remotely good, Leary Legend tweets out like just rolling down the timeline. It's it's fantastic. I. I I absolutely love it. So that's my defense of the Leary Legend mm-hmm. nickname. It's better than the player. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so this is a this is a X-rated uh, nickname. Oh well, actually, I think the next one's more X-rated. But go ahead with this one. <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, Sex Kata. Sex Kata um, is awesome. Um, especially <laughs> especially post disaster personnel. Yes. Yeah. It's a B plus nickname for me. Oh man, you are it might be, a tough it might, grader. I am, I am a tough grader. Absolutely, my kids know that if you get an A or B in the class that I'm supporting as a special education teacher, you know that you're doing what you need to do. Dang, I, C, C is mid. C is mid tier. C is mid tier. Okay, okay, I see you on that. Yeah. Well, well, okay. In that case, I'll I'll agree with you that it's a B plus. But the reason that I'm saying it's not an A is because you can't say it to your mom. Like that's, that's true. <laughs> like that's what takes it down a peg. I agree. For me, it's like I agree. It's a great nickname that not is not necessarily. Fam- it's got to be family appropriate if it's <laughs> yes. going to be an A grade. Yeah. Exactly. This was one that you can only share with your peers. Yes. So. <laughs> and that's what makes the next one so good too. Pito. Okay. So. <laughs> You know what Pito actually... It's basically a phallus. Um. Penis, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that's what makes this nickname so great, and no one knows. Yeah, yeah. No it's, one knows. Uh, it's basically penis. Um, <laughs> a grade. Yeah. A thousand percent. I a mean, grade. look, like in English, you have uh, dick when you when you got a guy named Richard. Actually, it's I'll like give it an A minus, because I hardly ever call him Pito. I call him Pito. Oh, do I have I ever told you the story? I I was holding Luke, uh, my nephew. You got him to say Pito. No, nice job. <laughs> no, 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 no. That'd be actually that'd be a problem because he he's in a mixed household language wise where he would saying that might be a problem is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so I I was holding Luke at the ball game. This is back when he was like two and and the socks sucked and whatever. Yep. So I was holding him and I was like on the first base line mm-hmm. and just started screaming, Pito, Pito. And I like held Todd. Todd oh my God. I held, <laughs> that's my dog guys. Um, <laughs> I held Luke, my nephew, the human up and was like, look, I have a child. And you know, like Jose Abreu being the amazing person that he is and caring about children and, and you know, whatever. Yeah. He was like, Throws the ball that just went around the horn straight to Luke. By the way, I don't think he was thinking it through because it's like, Luke's not going to be able to catch this. He's literally not. What did you do in that moment? I can't remember if I like just got out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing Tommy and his T-ball experiences here. I'm pretty sure I like jostled in a way and i can't remember actually i just remember didn't i catch it i thought i caught it you got t-ball tommy here just <laughs> avoiding the baseball i already know it's like eh. 
No, he threw it straight at us, and I remember. I think I caught it. I think I caught it. I don't know what happened to Luke. Maybe he was on the ground. This, this, <laughs> I was gonna say you either, you either didn't catch the baseball or you dropped your nephew. So <laughs> Jose Abreu was like, "You're that asshole that dropped the, the kid you were holding when I threw a ball to you." <laughs> dropped a two-year-old on his head. Nice job, Tom. But yes, okay, Pito, Pito, great nickname. Absolutely. He responds to it. He he lives into it uh, um, in a way. Uh, but apparently, that's just you know a uh, a camaraderie type of right. name name that's thrown around. And look, if you can't call him El Capitan, it's Pito. So next one on the list. I, I considering your thoughts earlier. Wait, is it, is is this? So go ahead and say it. Is this Lance Lynn? Yes, big bastard. Does anybody really call the him the big bastard? I think who was it that called him the the first time? I think it was James Fegan or something like some writer. So like, here's the deal: like, out there if that you he's the big like bastard. Baseball Reference usually has like nicknames. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They put like their like. Whatever and their it, it does is, not like. have big bastards as a nickname. <laughs> well, it's probably because baseball references is a uh, upstanding the, the, institution. I mean, he, he he is kind of like that's his persona as big bastard. Exactly. I'll give it like a D plus, C minus, oh, C minus. You just because you're not hearing it enough. Come I'm not on. hearing it enough. It really doesn't stick. I, look, that is what I call him. It, it does. <laughs> it does fit his persona. C minus. Ah. <sighs> That is a you are a tough, I am tough grader. grader. Okay, yep. so I, I want to hear what you have to say about this one then, because I yes. know that I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. South Slider. I love it. Oh, come on. I love it's it. It's so perfect, cheeky. man. It's so cheap. It is, but this is you for know, Liam Hendrick Liam Hendricks. Alliteration is Bay. Oh my god, you're the Obviously worst. I'm I'm a big sucker for alliteration. You are. And Slider's his best pitch. Let's be real. I mean that fastball is good too. Yeah, but he, pump, slider, he pumps man. that fast. That's a that, that's the go-to pitch for him. And now he's south sider, south slider. That is just amazing, tongue in cheek, right there, <sighs> dude. A minus, A minus. See, look, if you're talking about nicknames that haven't really caught on enough, like that's that's yeah, the quintessential. That's like nobody really calls him South Slider. Like fair. I hate your grading system. Okay, so <laughs> all right, all right. So wrapping it up There's on a lot of objectivity here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or subjectivity. 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 Yes. Uh, <laughs> I I have one more from okay. the current roster. Yes. Big baby. Uh, it fits him perfectly. Like it big does, baby right? is a boy, man. Yes. Like, and I I hardly call him big baby, but he, he calls himself big it's baby. A, it's a great nickname. Just thinking about his persona, thinking about who he is on the field, the way he carries himself. Him waving yes. to fans in the stands yes. and, and not paying attention to the fly balls that are coming to left. <laughs> Karate chopping left field walls. Yes, yes. Uh, Big Baby is amazing. <laughs> it's an A grade. It's an A grade nickname, even if I don't use it that much. It is. It's a fantastic nickname for him. And I mean, when your favorite movie is The Mask, I mean, there's a maturity level that is... Uh... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, well, Tom... As we wrap this thing up, because my parents are currently waiting for me in yeah, the living like, room right now, <clears throat> and they, they showed up, they're ready to go to the game, and I should be ready to go to the game, too. Yeah. I'm very excited for whatever we have planned, because it's only 10.30 right now. And, yeah, uh, it looks like you're going to have so. a whole-ass afternoon here. Exactly. Um, we got Michael Kopech on the bump today. Yes, we do. Against Corey Kluber. There should be a lot of Ks. Um I mean, it only, on what only, Corey Kluber shows only up, in right? the name is what I meant. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, like, how, <laughs> how do you how are you feeling about the rest of this series, Tom, against uh, uh, Tampa Bay? You know, I mm, so if we get a win in the series, that's huge. One out of two, you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. I, I I'm not expecting a sweep. You know, I, I think Tampa started the season undefeated, but has been in a bit of a slump since uh, the the last. Last series coming into our series, they didn't win. So, I four and four on the year. They had a winning record going into yesterday. Yeah, and and they're in this slump. I think we just got to take advantage of it because you're not going to see Tampa limping into a series very often in a year. So if we if we get this win today, also it kind of feels like we stole a win yesterday. You know what I mean? Like I mean with I mean only scoring three runs. Exactly. Dylan was huge, but once again the bullpen really holding that down again. I mean the bullpen has been honestly say what you will about. The blown opening day yeah. game in yeah. Detroit. The bullpen mm-hmm. has been very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, like it, it, I think it does kind of teeter on the knife's edge for me as as far as the opinion of the bullpen goes because, uh, like, looking at that that second game that Bummer saved, 
where it and was, that wasn't pretty either. It was two men on. I, I got back say this. to back, and then three straight K's. Like, I, I man. this team so far has had a little bit of 1983 written on it. Yeah, winning ugly is sweet. Um, <laughs> they've true. they've won some ugly it's ones. True. And yesterday was an example of that. That first win of the season in Detroit. Yeah. Perfect example of that. Winning ugly is sweet. Um, because wins are wins. That's exactly right. And you got to yeah. rack them up early in the year. Because yes. you really don't know what's going to happen further down the road. Apparently, our, our I, I got to double check this. But again, hey, Josh Nelson, thank you for telling me things. Um, apparently, the May and June schedule is tough. Oh, yeah. So I getting through you, you, and getting wins you've got in some, April. Some of those series, some of those tough series are at home. You've got New York at home and you've got New York's going to be bad this year. I think you got the Dodgers at home. Too. I, they'll be interesting. They, I think they're just gonna just gonna be really interesting. Yeah. Um. They play in a really tough division. Just remember that too. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I got faith in Kopech. I'm about to go change into my Cope T-shirt. Yes. You uh, uh, it might be T-shirt weather out today. We'll see. Yeah, it's I might put like a long sleeve underneath the short sleeve. Can't hurt you. Yeah. It's got it's got Kopech T-shirt. Cope. You know, like the the Obama slogan, hope, but it's Cope with his face on it. <laughs> Bought it in the parking lot in 20. 19 I yes think, yeah, for yeah, 10 yeah, bucks yeah off some guy it was it just was, selling him out of a bag yeah we were trying to so. walk into the stadium and this guy's like selling jerseys out his duffel which is like the most south side shit in <laughs> the world <Absolutely>, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> um i'm excited to see what kopech's gonna bring um against a tampa bay lineup that you know when they're on they're on um yeah exactly so i'm looking i'm hoping that you know what kopech learned from his first start of the year in realizing hey if Mike, if I can't control my fastball, I gotta not just continue to hammer fastball, 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 thinking I'm gonna figure it out. Let me go to my off speed to then finally set up my fastball. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm hoping he learned something from that first start. I'm hoping that fastball is a little bit more controlled today. Uh, beautiful weather outside. Yeah. So I should think be electric out. Should there. play to his advantage. I will say, White Sox fans get up for Kopech. And and I think that that's uh, underrated in a, in a way. Like, yeah. it's it's gonna be a good feeling out there for you. I'm I'm excited Absolutely. for you to get you guys to get to the game. Um, uh, so I'll I'll stop talking and, and let you wrap this up. Do you have any final thoughts? Did you did you want to get through these these ballparks? Absolutely foods? not. I want to. I'm gonna because I've spent some time in the ballpark now. I do want to talk about ballpark amenities and foods next week. Yes, on the pod. We'll I'm excited you, about. We'll it. give yeah, you a yeah, nice yeah. lengthy one next week, folks. So, Tom, I'm going to throw it back at you. In Han we trust. Get a win we must, baby. I like that. Another series victory on the horizon. Let's go get at least one of two. Why not a sweep? Why not sweep? Why not both? Why not both of them? (laughs) Peace, everybody. (laughs)